What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Earbuds looking a little... dirty? Time to discover Clinear Ear Cleaners. Made of a soft, flexible material, Clinear Ear Cleaners remove excess earwax and provide relief from itchy ears and dry skin. They have a unique design with a scoop on one end to remove earwax and a fin on the other end to exfoliate dry skin. With Clinear, get the scoop on clean ears. Discover the line of products at Clinear.com. Forever! that we it's it's november halloween's passed but we're still we're still doing scary movies yeah i mean this movie came out on october 30th there was no there was no way this was gonna work out also this is just a good scary movie this is my thing like it's just a good this is a good scary movie we can just do you know it stars some black folk and i'm like you know why not why not (laughs) yeah it's so interesting i'm trying to think about how i feel about movies that are scare they have like real life terrors and that with like with with supernatural terrors and we'll we'll get into it but um i don't know there's something about that 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 like it 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 works really well and it's and it's it makes me it makes me scared like real scared <laughs> <laughs> like it makes me real life scared real life uh, i mean i don't i don't like messing with stuff that's um i don't like I don't like messing with demons and and uh, devils and stuff like that. Witches. I just spirits. I just can't like give me give me Jason because I know he's fake. You know what I mean? Give me give me Freddy. You know, but like, hold on. Mm. You're saying you know? <laughs> I know they fake. You know these guys are fake. But when you talk about witches and stuff, it's like, nah, maybe that's yeah, bro. Because people practice witchcraft in real life. Yeah, but like, isn't there, there's something to the sort of like evil behind Jason and and like Freddy Krueger or whatever that's like, it has to do with like their evil continuing on. Like there's probably a grounded lore that you could connect those two as well. I mean, listen, I'm not scared of, which one is it? Who's in Halloween? That's Michael Myers? Michael Myers. I'm not scared of them because I saw Buster Rhymes dropkick that dude. All right, and Halloween H two O. I ain't scared of somebody that got drop kicked by Buster Rhymes. All right, wait, no, he was in Resurrection. He wasn't in. Oh, whichever right. one. I just remember him doing like a legit karate kick and like All kicking I that. Know is that this episode is coming out in the future after the election, and so it's either a super scary. Honestly, it's going to be a scary time. Probably no matter what, no matter what, bro. What. No matter what, bro. 
<laughs> no, it's no either way. either we're like, okay, we're, we're feeling some hope, but some scary stuff is happening, or we're afraid of some stuff about to happen, or it's just like you know, continuing terror. I don't know. It's a scary time, so you know what? It makes sense to do this. All I know is, man, I hope, I hope he's gone. I really do, and and I hope he, uh, I I hope that you know he had made that joke about oh well you know maybe I'd have to leave or whatever. Leave it's the like, country, please, please do, please get out of my you know my house because it's not his house. What are you doing? <laughs> I was I was I was wondering how you were going to do it, and I was thinking to myself, will I be disappointed when you do it? And I was, I was, I was quite. I was quite disappointed because I feel like you weren't sure how you wanted to do that one. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, in my mind, I, I was faltered, like, what's I he going to say? I thought, you know, <laughs> like, I hope Joe Biden moves into the White House because that's his house. I know. Or I hope. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like, you know, he's got to get out of that house because that's not his house. You know what I mean? There were I mean, so many still options. what he said. Nah, but I don't like how he said he, he, he wasn't confident when he did say- it. He wasn't confident when he did it. <laughs> Oh my Because I'm, I'm not confident that it, that it isn't his house, <laughs> bro. Listen, we can't talk about. <sighs> I don't right. Last year, I was this is going to air. This is going to air. I was so confident. I was so confident. <laughs> See, I had and no people, hope then. Fans reminded me. They said, "John, John was like, oh, I mean, Hillary's definitely going to win." And now I have no confidence. <laughs> You you said like Hillary Clinton's president, like you said. Yes, <laughs> yes, confidently it was like it's like ooh, bro. This is my thing about it. I remember, I remember, I worked I a, a gig at MTV, and y'all heard of this, but the listeners probably haven't. And um, the day of, we had this election special. They had first time daughters um, and their moms. We had to cast a Hamilton, and I remember saying, "Hey, what happens if Trump wins?" When I tell you guys, I'm in a meeting of like thirty people. People ripped me apart. He would never win. Why would you say that? We're the best democracy. I was like, and my exact words were, we just had eight years of a black president. That, like, that was my ass. Like, the world, mm-hmm. like, America's racist. And they were like, that's so stupid. That would never happen. That would never happen. The next couple days, people were like, I just can't believe. I can't believe this. I can't believe it. Did anybody apologize to you? <laughs> no. I felt like watching that. I was like that SNL um, Dave Chappelle sketch. Because uh, yeah. remember, oh wow, he's hosting again. Because Dave Chappelle hosted right after the election last year. I mean, the no, last they just time did it on. They just if he's they, hosting again this he is. coming week, they did that on purpose. Like, they did. <laughs> he, he is. I just realized it. But they had that I sketch mean, with yeah. him and Chris Rock, and they were like, all the white people were like, "Oh man, I can't wait for Hillary." And they and Chappelle's like, "I mean, Trump's probably going to win." What do you mean? We're so forward thinking. He's like, "Yeah, yeah. but we're racist," <laughs> you know. Uh, that was that was a that was a great sketch. The only my only issue with, with that sketch was I wasn't sure if it was his house, wow, or, or someone else's in the sketch. You know, I couldn't like who we didn't know. Then it was just like, yeah, they're in the living room. All right, let's get out of here. House? I'm tired of being in this cold open. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get out of this cold open. I need to. <laughs> this isn't my house. I gotta get this. <laughs> wow. Let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Billy What more can I say? Say, 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 say
Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. This is my house. My house. Wait, did he say it? Did he take that big of a pause? First off, why did you? He said it like that. I think he did like a deep breath. First off, why did you breathe and then look away like this is like like what was that? I'm in it. I see myself. Where are you looking now? now? I feel like I see your profile. (laughs) I'm I'm in the house. I'm looking around. I'm looking at the wall with the holes in it, and the people looking at me. Oh, it's scary. Wow. What people? The mad yeah. people in the in the walls. The ghosts. Yo, you got your ghosts house. In the, the ghosts. In the, yes, because I'm there. I'm in it. But I'm telling mm-hmm. them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you didn't do it again. All right. <laughs> for, for those uh, who made it past that cold open, uh, welcome. <laughs> this is this is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Gerard Milligan. And my name, James the Third. Okay. Yeah, he likes it. That was a little smooth. All right. Uh, Thank you. We are a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Um, and uh, and you know because we are still in this pandemic and and. Uh, movie theaters are still shut down where we live. You know we've been reviewing a lot of Netflix films. Yeah. And there was a new one that came out right before Halloween called His House. Um, and it stars, uh, <laughs> we practiced this a thousand times, uh, Unmi Masaku. Um, and then, and J- James, you remember how to say the... Shape. Shape, Shape uh, Drisu. Drisu. And, uh, right. All right. And, um, but honestly, Shape. if we got that wrong, because we did a lot of Googling and I was looking at IPA and stuff, uh, if we got that wrong, tell us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we tried this time, y'all. We tried. I know y'all be dragging this. We uh, tried. This, the, this movie actually premiered at Sundance like uh, early this year, which honestly seems like a thousand years ago. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But uh, it was bought by Netflix and it was released on Netflix, so it's an, an exclusive Netflix film. Uh, it was directed by uh, Remy Weekus. Is I, I'm assuming how to directorial debut. Directorial debut. Wow. Uh, you know, I, yeah, truly wow for, for a wow. directorial debut. This um, movie, you know, doesn't have a box office, obviously, but on Rotten Tomatoes, it currently has 100%. Wow. <laughs> um, it has an 83% critics, I mean, sorry, audience score, 100% critics score. Um, and anything else to talk about? I mean, would me if we, you, we, if we, you guys spoiling. watch. If we're you guys watch, it. yeah, we're definitely gonna spoil. Um, we're gonna spoil, but to be honest, it's it's yeah. There actually, there's some surprises. For the most part, it's one of those films where, just from the setup, you kind of know a little bit of what's gonna happen, and then. Uh, Moon Me is from Lovecraft Country. If you guys have been watching that, Ruby is Matt Smith, Doctor yeah, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. He was a doctor, and he is uh. He's currently who I call my favorite doctor, but that changes Whoa. depending on the day and time. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> but yeah, love love Matt Smith. Yeah. He's really good at everything he was doing in this movie, which is sort of like uh, looking off into the middle distance, like yeah, <laughs> with right. like weight, like something's going on, and he's like, oh, this, you know, like. <laughs> What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day. 
or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Cliff Kid, makers of Z-Bar. It's the perfect energy snack bar for kids for just about anywhere. Soccer practice? Check. Playground fun? Check. After school dance rehearsals on the other side of town during rush hour? Z-Bar is perfect for that too. Soft baked and made with wholesome ingredients like organic oats? Cliff Kid Z-Bar is on-the-go snacking made easy. Visit cliffkid.com to learn more. That's C-L-I-F kid.com. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video. Discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, shall we do initial thoughts? Okay, yeah. here are my initial thoughts. I'm going to go oh, first. Snack. Wow. Oh, okay, this is the scariest thing I've seen in my life. <laughs> I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was so scary. Oh, and it was so... I I was fully thrown at the at the twist. Oh, at the my reveal, God. I guess. Oh. The reveal. Oh, oh man. That, I was like, this is heartbreaking. Oh. Um, the acting was so good. Uh, I really love the like the the mix of the sort of the, what Bray was saying before the real life horrors with the with the um you know with the with the 
witch horrors. I'm not going to say that that's not real life. I'm going to say with the mm-hmm. with the witch yeah. <laughs> supernatural elements. Um, yeah, I thought the acting was so good. Um, and I thought it was well, I thought it was just well written, well directed. I really enjoyed this. I don't know what else to say besides I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. Yeah. Oh, you want to go, Bray? No, you can go. I, I love it. I saw this, I watched it uh, last night. It was dark as hell. I was, and you know, this is my thing about horror movies is that this movie just started. Like, there was no, there was no, um, we're going to see a little bit of stuff happen. And it was like, oh, no, no, no. The first night, we in it, baby. Like, we're we're going for it. And I thought um, I thought the acting was really well. And I thought they did something um, which is very fascinating. And um, this is kind of a true haunted house movie in a way. Because majority of the movie is the house. Like, they, they, they venture out, I think, um, a few times towards the end. But for the for a good portion, shit is happening in the house, and they keep it very. Um, it moves fast. I didn't feel like this was a a slow movie at all. I mean, the sca- these weren't even just jump scares. Like they like they they these were genuine. I was nervous uh, throughout this whole movie because I didn't know what either one of them were going to do. I didn't know who was being haunted exactly. I I I, I thought it was great, and also one last thing is I thought this was a very effective way of having a layered horror movie starring um, Black people that uh, the things haunting them wasn't racism, if that makes sense. Like, it's it still dealt with racial issues, but it wasn't like white people inflicting pain on yeah. them. And I was like, this, yes. Like, And again, I know we're in this kind of horror renaissance and like, yes, we deal with racism all the time, but it was so interesting because we deal with so much other stuff to see this immigration and refugee story in this kind of way. I thought it was genius. Right. I thought it was so smart. Yeah. I mean, this movie is fantastic. If you don't like, if you don't like scary movies, cause you're like too scared to watch them. It, it is real. It's going to be tough for you to get through this. You got to have to watch it during the day. Um, um, though I think by the end, once you, once everything is kind of finally revealed, it gets a little less scary because you you understand what's happening. Um, in the beginning, it was like, I, I mean, I stopped watching it. Yeah, you talking uh, about the last. Wait, wait. So you talking about the last twenty minutes, maybe last 10, 15 minutes? The first. Wait, wait. So hour wait, wait. So Bray, so is frightening. So wait, Bray. When did you stop exactly? I stopped at. Um. I saw through the first his first thing. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. You know, yeah. yeah. I saw through that when and, they flipped it then, on and off the lights, though. Yeah, when, <laughs> when when it came back, when they went, when it was like daytime and then dark again, I was like, I can't. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, all right. That scene, that's that. I think I that's like, his too close moment. Yo, when they're flipping up and down the lights, uh, it wasn't even just that. It was, sorry, you go ahead, Brace. Are you doing this with us? Oh, Actually, I think I stopped it with her. I think I stopped it. I don't even know if I got it that far. When like I think when the little ball rolled into oh uh, when the little ball Bray, rolled like, into the living room like 15 and I was like I, I was like I was like I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like I was like wait I'm gonna get haunted in the daytime too. I'm out. <laughs> and then I and then I, I watched it this morning. Yeah. I needed the cover of uh, light. <laughs> um, um, but also no the the. Uh, 
I mean, this movie is so good. It see here the thing again. I and we were just talking about this. Um, oh, actually, we were talking about this offline. Excuse me, with Lovecraft Country, where sometimes you know if when you layer in the metaphor, or, or we were talking about this with the other movie actually, when you layer in a metaphor, if the metaphor is overpowering. I'm distracting from the actual story of the movie. It gets kind of wonky. But these types of movies, you know, there's a supernatural thing happening. There's something real happening that's very stressful. There's a haunting of a, of the past that we don't fully know, but we know it's also emotionally stressing them out. And so when a real supernatural thing that we know is happening... um can't be explained or like you try to explain it to other people and other people are like well you're crazy because x y and z is going on you know what i mean and like that's the that's like just classic horror perfect scenario you put somebody in where there's things happening for you to go oh yeah it makes sense why they're like having a mental breakdown but they're not having a mental breakdown <laughs> there's <laughs> literally something haunting them that's like such a perfect horror scenario um, also this movie was only an hour and 30 minutes. So it like, it moved like, like oh, Jurassic yeah. said, it moved quickly, like, but not too quick. Like it was just perfect timing. The cinematography is gorgeous. The acting is incredible. Oh my God. Both of these. And, and here's the thing. I usually actually don't like horror movies that have only like two leads because I go, well, how am I supposed to be scared? Like there's only two people who can die and I know they're not, neither of them are going to die in, until maybe the end. So it's like, it, it it's kind of like that thing, but the scenario of like not knowing, like, wait a minute, <laughs> are they going to do something that, you know? Yes. Like, it was, that was great. Um, yeah. I mean, what a really well done first, film. First uh, movie. Yeah. First movie. Like he did an indie. I saw he, 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 he won, um, the director won like a advertising contest. And then he directed a movie that got in, a short, a short that got in South by Southwest. And this was, this was next. Like, oh, wow. He doesn't right. even have a, there's no wiki. No, like yeah. he's, this is, you know what I'm saying? My man is just here. And I'm like, it's so good. Um, I just, honestly, I just want to jump into this movie. This movie's fucking awesome. So, um, Let's get into it. Um, I'm trying to think, when we open up, uh, are they on? The, they're on the ship when we open up, right? Yeah, I think the first kind of images is them getting um, getting onto a boat, you know, or, um, and then we see them, or it's like we see them like escaping. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if we see them like on a on a truck first, and then the boat, mm. and then getting on the boat, and then very quickly it's the middle of the night. They hear the motor turn off. Mm-hmm. Then we see like the flashes of like people in the sea drowning. We see the kid, um, and then it's the two of them, like with, um, and then it's like Dr. them, Who. yeah, well, we, and then it's like them in the in the whatever detention wherever holding area. they are, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy because I, you know, warning: we are not a political podcast. Um, but when I see movies like this, and you see movies with. Um, refugees, and it's like when people come for asylum, like here in America, and it's just here, you know, our current, well, we don't know the president, but to hear, you know, Trump say what he says about like immigrants and stuff, I just imagine what it 
what people lived through to make them want to flee where they were and everything they had to do to get like to America or get to like London. You know what I mean? Like this, there's so much fear and there's so much exhaust. Like there, there is that thing. Like I know we talk about it sometimes, even with acting and stuff like that. It's like, you know, we come from places and you know, we happen to be the ones that have the success and it's like everybody else may not have got it. So I, I often think about the refugees right. who made it to the land and everybody they came with who just didn't get there with them, you know? Like, what is that psyche? Yeah. What does that do to you? Oh, my gosh. And when you see them sitting there talking to Smith, I mean, um, to, uh, what? Matt, what's his name? Matt? Matt Smith? James? Dr. Yeah. Yeah, but before we even get to them talking to him, they get the, they like get cleared to leave. Oh, yes. Right. There's and also that scene when a, they get another. Is, oh, go ahead, Brain. I was just going to say, even before that, there was another black man in the room that they were holding with, and he was like, don't get your hopes up. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, they're just going to send you back. They're like, just going to send you back. Um, and then and then we hear why it's so possible for them to be sent back. Like, they're getting 74 pounds a week. Yeah. They can't work. They can't work. You're they not allowed supplement. to work. <laughs> nope. Can't supplement your income in any way. you got to survive off of this. They're going to give them a house. you got to check in every week. There's no no there's excuse a one to miss strike appointment. Yeah, yeah, one strike rule. <laughs> also, <laughs> one strike and you're out. Um, Boyle says something that's so sad when he goes, you know, we're we're one of the good ones. Like he's like to hear no, him. What do you say? He says he says we're good people. Oh, we're good then people. Matt good Smith people. says later, be one of be, the good ones. Be one oh, of the good ones. wow. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he says we're good people, and then and then the guy was like. You, I don't like not not I don't care, but like doesn't you, matter. Uh, I'm not the yeah. I'm not the one you have to prove that to or something like that. Ugh. Um, and they're very cold. Like the whole process is very is very cold, and you realize like this is what people go through. And the other thing is, I don't know if we actually ever fully understand what happened to the boat. Like it could have been the storm, but I know another for a second I thought it was because I know this happens too which is people pay, you know, and they're, they're paying, like they take all their possessions and they usually pay people off to sneak them into countries, mm-hmm. even though they're fleeing and seeking asylum, which is supposed to be a legal process that you could do. But just like, you know, in America, and there's a lot of other European countries do the same thing. They don't want refugees coming in. They make it very hard. Um, and there are people who, take money from people to take them over and then they take them on a ship and then they dump them in the ocean. They like literally just, they uh. don't, they just take people's money and then they just like basically kill them. Uh. Um, um, oh so it's God. like this. So, and, and so we don't know if it was a storm, if it, if it was like intentional, um, but they, they made it, but we see that like uh, their kid and what's the kid's name? I don't know how to pronounce it at all. Okay. Yeah. I would say the daughter, because um, they kept calling her daughter. So I'm going to say their daughter. Yeah, daughter um, had died. And so so then they get brought to this house, and it's like in this kind of projects area. Bro, the door you know, don't work. He opens the door, and the door comes off the hinges. There's trash outside, in the, it like right outside their house. There's a bunch of trash just piled up. Yeah, the door, like the lights. He tries to put the light on. The lights don't work. Like... It, it looks so run down, but they keep going like this is this is house is huge. It's bigger than my house. Yeah, and it's like yeah. <laughs> what? And he even says, and, and Doctor Who even says, um, normally you would have to like share this, but you guys and 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 
and and and bull is it bull is it bull bull Bull. yeah bull like he asked he's like why are we so lucky or something like that um like when he finally gets the house and he's like yo they, they don't have to share it and i thought this movie was setting up like oh mad black people have died in this house like i thought that's what the mm-hmm. the house is haunted and it's killing black folks what i thought we were going to get so when that didn't happen it also what is interesting is like when they go in the house you know they get settled and um ruby goes to sleep that i thought it was daytime almost like that instant shit starts going down <laughs> immediately. I was like, oh no. And they play with shadows so well in this where like, you know, you will see a shot Man, and someone would just so appear good. out of the shadow. And to me, at a certain point, some of the ghosts were so unrelenting that like, like I felt like he would run and then I'm looking, because you know, these jump scares, I'm like, all right, it's going to be in front of him. Then he looks up and someone jumps from the ceiling. I'm like, God, woo, woo. Yeah. And early on, we don't really understand, like, like there's a hole in the wall, like, at, at night. There's a hole in the wall, and he's like, oh, what is, you know, and he's, he kind of hears something. He's looking at it. He does the thing that you never want to see people do in horror movies, which is stick your arm into a dark hole in the wall. Makes no sense. To see what's in there. <laughs> Makes no sense. But then he winds up pulling out, like, a rope. And that's covered with seaweed, and it's just all the seaweed, and he keeps, he's pulling it, and then oh. we see something start creeping up behind. Him. Oh. And I was like, "What's gonna happen?" I was like, "What?" Uh. dude. And then, and then, and I was like, "What is end- this? What's the seaweed?" And then I realized, I was like, "Well, the seaweed, like that means something with the sea. Like, it does feel connected." Not, I was like, "What? Yeah, what is it? The house, or is it?" Yeah, their passer. And then it, it, when he gets to the end, it's just the white doll baby. But then the hand comes in and grabs the doll baby. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh. And then the thing pops up behind him. So the shit didn't just stop. Yeah, they, they, they refused to let it be one jump scare. There was always something else after. <laughs> like, it just never stopped. Refused to let it just be one thing at once. They were like, and then something else. Like, just right. when you think. Then the next night, the next night, I don't even think it's nighttime. Uh, He's in the kitchen. He looks in the living room and you just see like the little kid sitting there. But then like a hunched over old lady or something walks across the screen. And then we see that. Then there's something else in the kitchen trying to get him. I was like, yo, it was just ghost on ghost on ghost in this uh, movie, man. And it's so interesting is that while this is happening, he never tells, like at first he never tells his wife. I That, when that, I hated that. When that first happened when he like had this whole thing mm-hmm. and then the next morning he said nothing i was like oh this is i see what's going on yo he let it go like two nights i want to say because you know what i started yeah. thinking it was i started and she was the one who brought it up first sorry yeah no 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 you're right and i was like so even her bringing it up first i was like this movie has a very um shining feel where like you know i had just watched the shining recently and you know we watched um jack go crazy but he's the only one who's like dealing with the ghost and he just won't right. say anything. So I'm thinking, oh, is this kind of like The Shining where, you know, the husband is seeing the ghost. And normally it's interesting that the husband is haunted first by ghosts and scared first. Usually I feel like it's the wife or some kids. Right. And they're like, honey, there's some crazy shit. And he's like, I don't believe it. So the fact that he was haunted first, I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. And then he would not only did. But the thing, the thing that frustrated me was not only would he 
not acknowledge what was happening to him, but he would tell her that she was going crazy. Yeah, like, when they, he would when still he said tell that, her <laughs> she yeah. was losing her mind, but yeah, he was he like seeing that. more things than what we had seen her see. You know, yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, it's something about that, and I think it's so deep where even as he's doing this, like one of the things he does, like, again, we're in the house for most of the movie, but at one point, you know, he goes to the barbershop you know, his first night, gets a haircut and then goes to the bar and sings like, you know, the soccer song. I liked that. Yeah. Um, and then, and then he's you, like trying to fit in. He, he's just trying to fit in. And it's that thing of, um, uh, maybe I'm putting too much on it, but there is this thing of, you know, being a black man in particular and being like, he will now be in these white spaces. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't think we actually saw once he got there, like his neighbor was white, the people he dealt with at the, the, the Tinder Center were white. The people he checked in were white. And there's something about, um, like, assimilating and, like, fitting in and, like, not being yeah. aggressive, not being I don't weird, think you're putting too much on it. I think that was a big part of his, a, a, a part of what he was trying to do in this part of his journey. And, like, and, um, and Rial was, like, not into it. She was, like, you're trying to be, like, like them. You're, you're like, begging you for the scraps like, they give us. You like yeah. the scraps they give us. <laughs> But there, but there is something to that. Like, I, like you know, my stepfather um, is like 75, 76 from the South and very tough, very smart black man. But when he's in certain situations, like when we had a, a situation with the police, he referred it to something I've never seen before. And it was like a survival thing. It was a straight up like, yes, sir. No, sir. Like not looking the cops in the eyes type thing. Even though we had done nothing wrong, it was like. I need to be as docile and comfortable as possible because any type of resistance will feel like a threat or like um, anger. So even seeing him at certain points, um, you know, with his little haircut, you know, when he gets his little polo shirt, you know, you just see him trying his best. And like, he looks at the white dude, he gets the slacks, you know? (laughs) Why those models look so white though? Yeah. (laughs) The polo shirt. Yeah, what was the casting for this? <laughs> you know, it was like, but but it's something to that. And then I even think, you know, seeing um, Rial and she's talking to the ghost and she's so, there was something so scary about her being like, um, oh, the ghost said, um, he can take me back to her and I should be scared of you. Because that was pretty early. Right. That was pretty early um, when she said that. Uh, and that's what yeah, we she yeah, said. The he house also was like talking walked to me. in on her sitting at the table talking to an empty chair. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The way that that also added a layer of like it was what also what was so frightening about it to me was was the way she interacted with the ghosts versus the way he did. Like he was, and they were obviously he was like they were of it. trying to uh, con- they were confronting him, you know, whereas. I think they were possibly pleading with her or like, t- you know, yeah. um, they just had a dip. It was a different uh, level of, of haunting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she was getting. So this is the thing that oh. I realized was happening was that he was being haunted by these ghosts, by the witch doctor. She was being haunted by the place that they lived in. She yeah. was being haunted, you know, she, you know, yeah. when she c- comes outside and those kids are messing with her like and she's like walking around and feels like an endless maze like like it felt supernatural like she was like do i go here do i go there you know she felt like she was going in circles you know she was like 
Oh, my little boy place. was in two places at the same time. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. was kicking the... Yeah. That right. little boy that was kicking the ball or whatever it was. was he was. In, was on one side of the courtyard. Then he was just on the other side. Yeah. Also, I was so scared And then that her. little girl peeing outside her window. Yes. I was so I was so scared when she um, went and asked for help from those little black kids, like the three black boys. I was so nervous. I was like, man, please yeah. don't do nothing to her, man. And then when she goes to the doctor... And the doctor tries to relate, and then she just. First off, um, when me has yo, that was amazing. <laughs> she has a look, and, and you know, Bray, I know you're watching Lovecraft now, but like when you see her on Lovecraft, she will just stare. Like she, like she is, she does a thing. I feel like you know your acting teacher tells you to do is like take your time, and like there's so many looks in this movie where she's just like. Like looking somebody up and down without even moving her face. Like when she's looking at that doctor, and the doctor talks about the daughter trying to relate. And she has that mini little flashback, and and we see that the, their daughter dies. I mean, as we know it, it's such a heart wrenching thing. Ah, man, Cause, could you? Because in my mind, at that point, I'm just imagining like these people trying to flee a country, and they right. watch their daughter drown. Is 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 initially what happens, and I right. think at one point, maybe not her, but but Bull hears the voices like, "Help us, help us! I can't swim. Help!" Like you just. You hear people, and it's just, man, this movie was tough. This movie was, this movie was tough, man. This movie was tough. And there was so little, there were so many nuances. There were so many nuances. When she comes back, I'm sorry, we keep talking about this. When she comes back, and, um, and she's talking to Bull, and uh, she again tells him, he says, I can see her. We need to leave. Like, we got to leave. Like, I'm either leaving with you I'm, or, you know, or leaving without you. Like, I, we got, I got to go. And, and maybe I'm skipping ahead. Oh, sorry. Maybe I am. So I think that night um, is when the light stuff starts happening. When, um, you know, he sees one ghost and then they cut, he cuts the light off. And then the other ghosts come, but the light come back on. And then the daughter is in the corner and she cuts the light off. And then all okay, the ghosts light- go. The light scene was, I mean, probably one of the best scenes. Because um, it's one of those things, too, where you're like, he's doing this thing with the lights, and you're kind of like, why? But also, it makes sense, because he's like, wait, is it there? Like, if I turn the light, like, am I safe with the light on? Like, or no? Dude. <laughs> Yo, but when the little girl turned that light off, well, she was just the light came on, and I was like, oh, is he near the light switch? And then you look over, and it's like her near the light switch. <laughs> you're like... Uh oh! You don't want te- you don't want her she, to be in curl. <laughs> when she turned the lights on, <laughs> but you know there are other spirits. I thought she was helping yeah. him. I thought she was helping him. No, no. no. I, she, was, she like, was going. She was going, bro. These lights don't matter. <laughs> yo, I thought she was helping. I was like, yeah, man, help my man. I'm out. here with the light on. I'm about to turn it off. Yo, <laughs> and they were so. She was the one who tried to cut his throat. Yeah, and she jumped up the wall. She. Bruh, it also was so crazy because she was the one, like the other one still, when he cut the light switch on, like they all vanished, but she was the only one that could be, you saw her in the walls. You saw her like, I mean, they even had her like stomping on the ceiling at one point running across. And the whole time I kept thinking, yo, Raul's upstairs, yo. Like she, like either she sleep or she talking to an, or like one of the other ghosts are distracting her with conversation. And when he goes into the hallway, she's just standing there in the dark, which scared me. And she's like, did you see him? And I was like, wait, you just, you know them all? Like, you know all of these ghosts? 
Oh my god! And then the ghost, the, the little girl had like the little mask face paint thing on. I was like, bro, I can't. Oh right, I can't, man. Ugh. Um, all of that was great, but of course, we really start when we start to figure out what's happening. Oh wait! Right before this happened, though, he's like when he finally admits, like, okay, we got to get out of the, we got to get out of this house. Have <laughs> he banged in all ta- the walls? <laughs> I think at this point she said exactly what it was. She was like, "I had this whole story. My mom told me the story Ugh. of a man who wanted to move into a house, and so he started. He wanted to move so bad that he started stealing. But one of the people he stole from was a witch doctor. Uh, uh, I forgot the 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 name." Uh, and yeah. and this witch doctor haunt like haunted him and, until he died. And she was like, "What we did, like something came out of that sea, you know." And I was like, "And, I, and when she said that, I was here. like, I was like, what did they do? They were just trying to leave. Same, you same. Know? I was like, what did they? I was like, what did they do? I was like, just because I was like, okay, so their daughter died, but like that wasn't their fault, you know." Um. I'm like, oh man, they're haunting themselves. But so she says that. And so then he's like, we gotta leave, we gotta leave this house. And he goes to um uh I don't know, Matt Smith <laughs> or yeah. whoever those guys were, they're working for the government. And they were like immediately they were like, What what's wrong with the house? <laughs> I was like, they, first they of say, all, you know what's wrong with the house because yeah. you walked into that house. That house didn't was not nice. <laughs> yeah. Why are y'all looking at him like he's crazy? <laughs> But then he said rats and vermin, and I was like, no, say like the electric, you know, the electric is not working. There's no, there's nothing in the walls. The walls, you know, they need um, insulation. I don't know, man. Like, there's so many things. That one dude in the background goes, it's bigger than my house. He's like, well, there are rats everywhere. And he's like, I just need to get out this house. And then he just, and then what is so crazy is because the whole scene. He was laughing and he broke that glass. Yes. And that's my thing. It's like when you. There was something uh, when you heard it cracking the whole time. Like, you heard it cracking. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? And like, he's not just stretching this joint in his hand. And my man just, just we, so much fear and anxiety in his body just broke a glass in his bare hands. That's already cut. My man already has put holes in the wall. Wait, is this before he tries to confront the ghost when he's like, this is my house and he puts the candle? Or is that this night? Is that the candle uh, is after? It's, a, it's, it's after, after this. this. Yeah. Um, but the, but he has, uh, started like, he has already Banging beaten off. up the wall, like bang, banged up the walls and stuff. The other thing that made me mad about this scene though, was Matt Smith goes, he's like, uh, I just feel like you're being tested. Like, you know, to uh. figure out what kind of man you're going to be. And I'm just like, Oh, <laughs> uh. say that to me right now. When the ghosts of this this little kid I killed is coming after me, ah, uh, I mean it's so tough. It's so tough. And and to me, it's like I did like, and I was very nervous when he set the candle in the room. And that was the first time I kind of could tell exactly what time of day it was, because um, when he was in that room, because the street light was right outside the window, I couldn't tell like what time of day it was every now and then until he ran right. out the house and then. I was like, oh, it's nighttime. And then the white woman's looking at him and he smiles at her. And then she comes back and says, um, right after this um, um, Doctor Who scene, and goes, they're going to kick you out anyway. You know what I mean? They're going to kick you out anyway. Right. And I'm like, God. Well, that, yeah, him locking, him 
locking themselves them in the house was like, okay, he's gonna go. He's. he's I thought he was cracking. I thought he was cracking. I was like, he's about to I fully. Cra- I mean, he was cracking. He was cracking. <laughs> he was cracking. He's, he's knocking off the handles, and I mean, they already saw that when they came in and saw the house. What you know, um, when that other dude, <laughs> they're like, these are big rats. Yeah, <laughs> like the. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, my wife's uh, wife's been chasing. Uh, or no, sorry, the the wife's like, yeah, my husband has been uh, chasing the. The witch with the hammer. I was just like, oh my God. With a straight face. Straight face chasing the witch with the hammer. I was like, oh no. Um, um, yeah, but I mean, I really do think it was it, it was such an incredible way to show what actually happened. Because movies try to do this all the time. They try to do these backstories and whatever, and they do these flashbacks. Um, but they did it in such a... I don't know, such a a cinematic way that was also kind of like a little bit scary because you're like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but they basically, you know, have uh, the wife in a dream, oh in a God. dream kind of state, and like being like, oh, I'm back home, I'm back home. And this whole movie too, I was going, she wants to go back home and she's making some good points about, you know, what's happening to them here and what he's doing and all that stuff. But I was like, but at the end of the day, I was like, they fled for a reason. Like mm-hmm. there was a reason they didn't just leave, you know. And then we and so see I was it, kind of like that was still in my mind. So when she saw all these people and she was like singing or whatever, and she was like, "Oh, this is uh, this isn't real. This is a dream." Um, and then he comes in and he's like, "We gotta go. We gotta go." And she's staring. And then they leave, dude. Yeah, she's staring. That <laughs> and then the, she leaves. The top of that scene is and so you crazy. See just she comes out of goddamn all cabinet. these bodies. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, all her friends are dead. Right. <laughs> They're all dead. Right. And, w- and what makes it so they gnarly. They escape with their lives. Is that you, see, you see them hiding on the roof of a building. There's like literally people running with their stuff. There's a guy with guns shooting them. And then there's a man walking on fire. On fire. And then I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Because, again, we keep having these flashbacks. Like one of the coolest scenes is, you know, when um, Bull is, is is eating dinner, um, and the camera pans out, and now he's like the house is kind of cut out, and he's in this water kind of dead people world. Um, and I thought how they played with that was really really cool. But when you see him, um, I was so confused about the the bus. I was like, I'm I'm confused. She got on the bus, and he's like, it's two blah blah blah. The bus. I'm like, all right, man, we got to see what's happening. But when he grabs, yeah, when he grabs that girl. I was confused the whole time because I was like, where's their daughter? I don't understand. Where's their daughter? You know? Yo. When he grabs that girl. I, I was confused until the moment it happened. I literally was like, I don't get it. Where's their daughter? And then when they, got, when they weren't going to get, yeah. Oh, my God. It hurt, man. It was like, because you think about the kind of desperation. It's like, you're trying to get, you're trying to get your wife, yourself and your wife out of danger. You know what I mean? Like they're you're looking at you're looking at the people with the guns coming. <sighs> Remember, this is the his the thing that he did was the exact thing Billy Zane did in the Titanic. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. The exact thing. And Billy Zane got away with it. Remember, he did get onto the mm-hmm. he did get onto the ship. Mm-hmm. But in the Titanic, we never saw that little girl's mom. So we think, 
maybe that mom was still, maybe that mom was dead, you know, and he did kind of save his little girl. Maybe. Even though what he did was cowardly. However, in this, they take the girl, and then when they're on the bus, the mom is there before they pull away. So and the they girl is literally screaming. separated a child from her mother just to save themselves. The girl and is And I was screaming. like, they're going to die. The mom is screaming. <laughs> I really did. I thought they were going to die because I saw that. I was like, well, they do kind of deserve to die now. <laughs> but, but, but if you, do you think, think that, I mean, I get it. Like- I get it. it. It's, it's, I get it. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think I would do the same thing in, in their situation. I get why he did it. We've seen this, you know, when you watch zombie movies, uh, shows or whatever like this happens all the time right like this yeah. kind of like well I gotta save myself so you start to really bend those moral lines but like the mom crying just that you lose a piece of your humanity yeah. when you make that decision yeah. you know what I mean with a mom right there looking at you screaming and the child in your arms screaming and you just go I gotta get out of here you you a part of you dies and that's the thing. I mean, they talk about it at the end, like there's these ghosts or whatever. It's like, it stays with, these ghosts will never leave. Yeah. They can never, it's going to haunt them forever. Yeah. I mean, and it's something watching the wife, because again, she didn't know he was going to do that. And she's no. looking at him and then she sees the other um, mom and child just stand yeah, at her. At her, like, where are you going to say something? And then you realize, and then you realize that the she daughter doesn't. they lost was never the, so they took, they separated this girl, and then yeah. we see when the, and, the ship. And her thing was probably was like, oh, I'll just, I'll justify this act because I'm gonna save this little girl. Yep, yeah, I got you. But then the thing is, you see when the ship goes over, Bog is the one who can swim and only goes after um, his wife. He doesn't go after the girl. He, they both watch her drown. Yeah, and like, and do you think that the the spirit? was being honest in the in the witch was being honest in there in they're saying that like oh i can bring her back and uh no no right like like i I don't i don't i think it was more metaphorical both in terms of the movie but also in terms of what the witch was kind of saying was like you will redeem yourself if he like if he kills himself then that makes this right and you can you can keep living without all this haunting because then you'll, you have, you would have made amends for it in some way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, but that, but that the, but that the witch would not, because like what then happens to, to real after all of this, like if he dies, like I was so trying to figure out like, what would really be the next, what is this world that this witch is promising or is right, the witch yeah. going to then consume her after that? You know, I think the witch was going to put her in a state of, I think she would always be haunted. It's just that at that point she would accept that she's the girls with her. You know what I mean? Mm. So I feel like there was no real world for her to go to. What, what was interesting to me is, is that, um, by the time we got to this point in this reveal, um, even the older woman slides a knife to her. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, like slides a knife to her. She goes in, boils at the at the at the dinner table. He's already been stabbed in the leg, uh, um, and the ghost keeps saying, "Yo, he needs to split skin so I can come in." Now, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. What I did not expect to happen 
was for her to, I thought she was going to cut him. I didn't expect him to cut himself. And I was like, oh, how is this ghost going to yeah. come? And it was such a slow boil to this ghost. He's like, yeah, he's coming now. He's coming. And you just heard you the footsteps. Go. You saw, you get out of here. You hear the banging. And then I didn't expect this goddamn naked dead body to come and go into his bro no, when the when oh. he stuck his hand into his oh, arm that was, gross. <laughs> that was so gross because the thing about this movie is the movie is so every every so new scary image is scarier than the last and like there was i was sincerely like there's no way that they can scare me anymore i was at a point where it was like there was nothing that they can do that would top it and the smallest thing because it, it feels like the smallest thing is just that ghost sticking his hand into his forearm it was the most unnerving thing i've ever seen because because then at one point what you notice is that because the, the ghost said his body will be mine right and so but I, when you see that when you see the hand going you realize that the ghost hand is trying to go into the yeah, place he's trying to just wear him <laughs> like, yeah it's like he's just wearing the dude I, oh man oh Through man his forearm i'm just like what's i don't he know just how gonna live in that guy's body all <laughs> yeah yeah oh god because i mean even in her story she says um, the guy is haunted because his life is 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 not his or something like that anymore. And I was like, "Woof!" I, I I am happy she went back to save him, but that scene was graphic. I was like, "You about to just, oh Lord, man!" I was like, "This is crazy." Um, I did love the the ending when everyone comes back, and um, uh, Doctor Who goes, "You still seeing the witch?" Uh, my wife, like, my wife killed my, him. My, my, <laughs> my wife killed him. Now, why do you think she killed him, the witch? I, I, to me, to me, it is something with the only way to live is to like acknowledge your past, acknowledge the demons, and like don't let it haunt you. Because what it looked like to me is like the moment she killed him, the big demon. She accepted everything. Like the daughter was still there. Like the like you remember, like when she killed him, you look in the in the room, the daughter is still standing there. And then in that final shot, you see them standing, but then you see everybody there. Like they like this is now the house where everybody will live in. Um, and I assume it would be peaceful. I mean, it seems it seems like everybody will live through them, which is kind of beautiful to an extent, terrifying at the same time, if they have kids. But um, Right. Uh, I thought yeah. it was kind of beautiful in a way. What do y'all think? Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much what you said, and like sort of acknowledging her role in it, you know, to like to not return the do- like to. It's it's almost like it it was like that their options were to stay there and perish, right, or like just deal with this horrible thing that they did, um, uh, and like you know, I felt like that was like her taking taking what blame she felt she had and standing up to it. Yeah. And I think, you know, because since he was willing to kill himself and he was willing to do this, she realized, okay, he's not ignoring it anymore. He, he does feel, you know, remorse for what he did and regret. So maybe there's a way we can, we can still be together, you know, cause that is her. And, he was doing it for for her in a, in a in a way, you know. It's twisted, but yeah, man. But um, yeah, 
There is such gorgeous imagery in so much of this. Because the other, oh, we, we didn't talk about that one shot where he's, where she's not there anymore and he's just eating and he's like using the fork and knife because instead of using their hands and she's like, oh, I taste the metal of the fork and the knife, which I thought was so, fun, so funny. And so he's like, we have to use this. Like he's trying to conform and then he's just eating and it's kind of zooms out and he's like, like floating yes. in, the, in the water. Yeah, like yeah. No, Gerard, Gerard brought that up. But, but, uh, and yeah, also, before. there's also something about that, 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 you know, taking the page out of, you know, Black Panther, that ancestral land, but this one was like the graveyard, you know? Right. Like yeah. we saw the bodies and even that, even, even when the um, candle goes out and he's talking to the witch, um, the witch is just in the background. Like it's still dark. It's kind of like Water-esque, but he's just like in the background, like standing and like slowly walking. Bruh, I... This movie was fucking terrible. That scene made me mad too, because I was like, because that was also one of the like, they can't scare me anymore. And then they just had his little beady eyes in the distance. Yeah, just, just in slowly the distance. getting bigger. I was like, <laughs> how did they? They just kept inventing new scary ways to to present stuff. It was so good. Because some of the stuff I couldn't tell if it was in their head or not. But at the end, when the 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 witch came out of the floor and you saw they had the little mat covering it, I'm like, oh, so. This stuff was happening, man. Like, I did love how defiant he got at one point when he was like, you can't touch me. Pictures don't scare me. Pictures don't, pictures don't scare me. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. But, you know, when I think about Hollywood, it's like I, I am happy this guy got this shot. Like, I don't know how it happened. Right. I don't know. I, don't, I, I really don't know how it went down. But I'm just so thankful because I think this is cool. I think... This is the type of movie where I'm like, yes, black people do deserve to be in horror films. We do, hundred percent. But again, I think we do go these go through these phases for black people to get content made. It goes from you know the slavery content to you know black people doing drug content. Then it went through the rapping content. You know now we're in the police brutality content, and then like we're at the, like we're in the police brutality. But now it's like, oh man, here are the black people being haunted by like racism in these really cool ways. Like I love us. I mean, get out. Love to get out. You know, but I did have a hard time at first with Lovecraft because it's like I am seeing racism with witches and I'm seeing black people being like mutilated on a regular basis. Um, where it was something about this story that was very interesting because it talked about like, yes, it was about, you know, they, I think they're from South Sudan. Um, but it talks about survival and the need of like, it, it feels so genuine. It feels like, you know, every story is like, oh man, my, 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 my dad's from from Ireland and came to America, you know, like, you know, I had, I just watched this thing on um, Ilian Gonzalez and like, you know, him coming to America before, you know, getting sent back. It's like people are coming and people are risking their lives and it showed how bad it is, but also shows that once you get to the place, the demons and the horrors don't stop. And I know this was like a very physical manifestation of it, but it was something so cool to see someone invent a new way to have something that's very internal and something that's very like, Personal, yeah. be physical, and I was like, "That is very smart." Right. So, uh, I'm here for yeah, because it. it it turned it turned something that could have been a like Oscar bait, you know, yeah, storyline, yeah. yeah, into uh, honestly a more, um, I guess, commercial. I don't know what word you would use. I but think you know what I mean, smart, like. Man. I, I, 
So. I per- I personally like not, not that I don't I, like look Hotel Rwanda for instance is like a really good movie but it's like it's hard to watch it's 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 harder to watch those movies um that's also hard for people to watch scary movies too but it's like there's something about this that makes it like you go oh right I don't know it it feels more real even though it's literally faker <laughs> 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 no, but that's the way it is, though. You know, <laughs> that's the way it is. Um, yeah, this movie is really good. Yeah, this is really well. Good. You know, I mean, I don't do bits no more, so I feel like we should probably just move on. Cause okay, yeah, it's not like right, a cool. bit that I'm about to do. You know. All right, that's cool. So let's just yeah, boy. Don't do bits. No okay, more. cool. So, okay, okay. Said that already. <laughs> so now we're moving on. You know on what I'm and... talking about? Your boy don't even do no bits. <laughs> All right, that's great. What that's great. Oh, you're doing you doing are you Will talking Smith. like Will Smith? <laughs> no, man, no. Uh, are you doing a Will do Smith impression? No, nah, no. Nah, because it's not a bit time, you know? <laughs> yeah, so we're not realizing it's going to set the yeah, so no, we can why, just move can you, to the next bit, whatever uh, we do. Why, I mean, the next part. I've been trying to move we don't to the next do bit. bits. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't do bits. I know, but it feels like we're stuck because I can't you know move past about? you. You feel stuck? I mean, what, yeah. man? Come on, let's try to move on. James! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this impression is anymore. All right. <laughs> so, what are you thinking for lunch? Uh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments. Why don't you just go to Blinds.com? Because I need custom products. Blinds.com products are made to order, and they ship samples to you fast and free. Wow, how convenient. Tell me more. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Plus, their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now. Shop Blinds.com and save 40% on selected products. Rules and restrictions may apply. Teams are the heart and soul of every company. And if you listen to Adobe's new podcast, The Power of Teamwork, you'll hear about why they're so important. Hosted by Adobe's Garrett Schwartz, The Power of Teamwork explores how collaboration fuels success through real-life stories across various industries. You'll even hear some of it firsthand from guests at HelloFresh, Gooder Sunglasses, Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and more. So listen and subscribe to The Power of Teamwork on Spotify now. Earbuds looking a little... dirty? Time to discover Clinear Ear Cleaners. Made of a soft, flexible material, Clinear Ear Cleaners remove excess earwax and provide relief from itchy ears and dry skin. They have a unique design with a scoop on one end to remove earwax and a fin on the other end to exfoliate dry skin. With Clinear, get the scoop on clean ears. Discover the line of products at Clinear.com. It's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel like film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. Feels like it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on the count of Bam! I already got a fist in the air. You got to wait for the three. Pow! I got another fist up! All right. Three. All right. All right. All right. right. Okay. We're going to give it a black fist. All right, James. (laughs) Do you want to go first, James? Got that. Yes, this movie's great. It's fantastic. Got so many black people in it. It looks great. It, it has a, a wonderful story. I was scared out of my mind. Just, just more black people winning. Please. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, I gave you the black fist and everything. James is saying, please let him win. Please, please. I mean, and, again, like, I, I have nothing but good things. I really hope people watch it. I, I mean... I feel like I've never told people to like, yo, tell friends to watch this movie, but 
I think you should. I think like you should watch it. I know some people are like, I don't like horror movies. I don't want to be scared. You know, do one of those Netflix watch parties, man. Don't do it by yourself. But I think you, I think it's a dope movie. I really, really do, man. I think it's, I can't wait to see what this director and the cast does next. Also, the main guy, um, for some reason, looked like a combination of Yaya and um, the dude who plays Atticus on Lovecraft Country. I don't know why. I was like, oh, man, there's so much stuff you could be in. Like, I, like there's so much you can do. Um, so, I, again, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's got to get a fist. This is going to help. It has to help both of their careers. I mean, they were incredible in it. Like, yes. truly. And it's one of these horror films that, like, it's like you see the dramatic acting, but they can be in the genre movie. You can see them. They're doing the things. I don't know. You, you can just tell how good of an <laughs> actor they are. Yeah. Like, yeah. like how good of film actors they are, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're embodying their characters. They're, they're delivering, like, the emotional stuff. But they're also, like... Do, uh, being able to do that while executing whatever you know kind of directorial uh direct you know what i mean like a thing that they have to accomplish like even him just kind of staring i, I forgot if, i don't know if gerard talked about this too when when like the his mouth was covered in shadow you know what i mean Oh yeah. There's that bit where you kind of just see his eyes and his mouth are covered in mm-hmm. shadow. Yeah. But it was just like, whoa, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many moments like that where it was just truly uh, amazing. Um so yeah, three black fists. All right. Well, this was a short one. I mean, this movie was nice and yeah, uh, quick. So I I, I I you know, I was like, man, can we get more movies like this? They're really good and aren't yeah. like two and a half hours long. Uh <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> if you uh, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll we'll read your review on the air. I'm gonna read uh, two here. Uh, this one is oh yeah, I read this one already. This one is by you, Cassie Zolo. Just says amazing show, great chemistry between the hosts with different perspectives, oh. and a great way to revisit good and bad movies. All awesome. Right. Nice. All right. Yeah. Thank that you. was nice and sweet. Thank you. Short, short and sweet. Just like this film. Uh, you can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, we have uh, links to merchandise there, like t shirts, uh, I- I- pillows, cu- iPhone covers. So get that. Um, also, we have a Patreon. We-, we haven't been doing new episodes. I know people are asking us to do Lovecraft Country. Maybe we'll. Maybe we'll do that. I, I'm start, I'm finally starting to watch it. Um, also, um, you can follow me at John Braylock. And I've been doing this just for fun. <laughs> Tessa and I and our friends Nick and Jensen have been re- uh, doing a podcast uh, reviewing the Great British Baking Show, uh, new episodes that are coming out on Netflix. So if you like that show and you want to listen, listen to that. Fair warning, the audio, the first two episodes is not that great but it gets better (laughs) (laughs) oh man Uh, you can follow me at james third comedy james third comedy dot com third is three rd uh you can follow me at gerard milligan on twitter and instagram yeah all right all right y'all all All right guys we'll see you next week peace forever This has been a Forever Dog production, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all of the latest Forever Dog news. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!